The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. UCC coming, Danny. Dude, how many days? Three? Three days. Three days. We will be at the Ultimate Callout Challenge in Indianapolis, Indiana. Lucas Oil Raceway? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's the Lucas Oil Raceway that we're going to. Indy, baby. Indy. So excited. Uh, That's coming up, obviously, April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of 2017. Uh, Danny, I think one of the things that probably hasn't got as much exposure that it should is the Diesel Performance Industry Expo, the DPI Expo. That's going to be a huge event. We're going to be there, you and I. This, yeah. Of course, it's going to be a part, you know, a huge part of that. We're going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. I was going through the vendor list and really impressed at all of the different types of people that they got to come out to the show. You know, we do a lot of these shows throughout the year, Rudy's and TS and, and all of the other big ones. And I would say... uh this is probably the widest range of vendors that I've ever seen, where it's not just one person's dealers or just one person's friends. It's everybody you could imagine in the industry, from paint to tires to turbos to whatever you want. Top to bottom. And the nice part is we're just going to be able to put names with faces. All these people we talk to on the phone throughout the week, be able to say, oh, how you doing? Finally, <laughs> nice to meet you, finally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know I'm excited because the expo kicks off Friday, right? And it's pretty much just running Friday from my understanding. So if you're going to make it out to the show, you you definitely want to make it out early and get through as much of that as possible. I think the truck show is going to be another big pull. I've, I've seen that there's a lot of entries into the truck show this year. Hopefully uh, we see some that we don't really see in the Chicagoland area. That's my that's what I, I'm looking forward to. Some the most. Carolina squat setup. That's what you want to see. That's your thing. <laughs> I swear to God, you need to get over that. I think it's hilarious. But yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, I think the truck show is going to be really big. You know, that's one of those where literally anybody can compete. So no matter who you are, no matter what type of truck you have, you can bring it out, you can show it off, uh, shine it up, and have a lot of fun talking to the other guys in the rows about it. I expect that to be just a, a huge chunk of real estate, all those trucks parked. We should bring the drone and get a badass shot. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Um, okay. And then, of course, drag race is kicking off on Friday, 4 o'clock. Pretty late start for the drag races, huh? Yeah. What's up with that? What did you do? Make the schedule yourself because every oh, time you I, get involved with something, it's all screwed up. I I wish I would have picked four o'clock. So everybody had a full day <laughs> to get down there. Two o'clock drivers meeting. Four o'clock. They got lights, you know. So it's not like you're racing yeah. in the dark, right? I mean, it's all lit up. You can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're expecting to be down there four to eight, which I'm sure will be four to midnight. It's pretty standard uh, when you're out at the drag race event. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna leave oil or coolant on the track. You just know it. You said it. You dirty dog. You know How what's gonna happen. You? It's it's just a law of averages. This much horsepower down the track. Um, really excited to see some of the entries. A lot of the guys that we've interviewed uh, shooting for some pretty big times. Mostly drag racers going to the event. So I think that'll be one of the more competitive things going on throughout the weekend. Very drag race heavy as far as the entries from what I've seen so far. Yeah, and then of course the dyno kicks off on Saturday. Uh, that's a little bit later in the day so don't worry if you have a bit of a hangover saturday morning uh you'll be able to make it out there i want to say noon is the time we're kicking off a dyno on saturday really excited for that that's obviously the big horsepower number so if you're going to see somebody make 3,000 horsepower this is where we see it the live the live feed is going to be unbelievable that the ucc is putting together so i encourage everybody to hop on that and just follow it throughout the weekend if you're not going to be able to be a part of it absolutely absolutely and then of course the sled poles will wrap it up uh sunday they kick off pretty early on sunday pretty decent times uh so we'll get a we'll get a full day in sunday of sled pulling and then of course sunday night's the award ceremony where we're going to get to see who is uh 
winning the ultimate call-out challenge. Who came to win. Absolutely. And then, of course, guys, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that uh, January, February, and March of this year, we offered 10% off at Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power. want to say thank you to all of the guys who called in and took advantage of that savings. Uh, as we go forward for the second and probably third quarter of this year, uh, Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power is going to be willing to ship you a free T-shirt, free Diesel Performance Podcast T-shirt with any order that includes shipping. So if we're already sending something out to you, we're going to throw a free T-shirt in the box. Just let your sales rep on the phone know if you want a free T-shirt and tell them what size. They'll take care of everything else. It even has a turbo on it. It does. It has two turbos. Two turbo. Two turbos. (laughs) So we really appreciate that from Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power. And, of course, speaking of, if you've been following the UCC, if you've been following the podcast, if you've been following Calibrated Power, you probably know who we're going to talk to next. Nick Pregnitz, how's it going today? Hey, Paul. Glad to be here, man. Absolutely. Glad to have you down here, Nick. Uh, It's good to see you, too. Thanks, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, you always forget me every time. (laughs) I was going to get to you, man. I got the whole show. (laughs) Um, Nick, we obviously, Danny and I, of course, know, and I'm sure anybody on Facebook knows by now, a little bit of a hiccup here with the uh, 10.4 liter. These are not the circumstances that I wanted to be here under, Paul. (laughs) This is, uh, we had an unfortunate series of events uh, unfold two days ago. Yeah, it was... It was thrilling. It, it, it really was. I mean, to be here and to, to see it happening or to feel it happening through three walls away was uh, pretty amazing. But real quick, Nick, why don't you give us a quick rundown? What was the truck setup that we were planning on bringing to the UCC? Yeah, we had a 2011 Ram that we had extended uh, a few feet, put a 10-foot bed on. Uh, the truck. The main gist of the truck was that it was a an ISL transplant. If you don't know what an ISL is, it's a medium-duty drivetrain, medium-duty platform. So it's an 8.9-liter engine, a big block Cummins, we called it. Uh, We had it uh, bored out to a 10.4-liter, so 640 cubic inches, had three S500 turbochargers on it, um, custom-designed fuel system, two 14-millimeter reverse rotation pumps, overdriven. I had the whole thing under control with the stock ECU, which I was pretty proud of. Um, (laughs) Hoorah! Right? And then uh, three S500 turbochargers, Reverse manual veil body, four-speed trans by Firepunk, and uh, the rest is, you know, it's out there if you want to find it. But there's a whole build on Cummins Forum. Check the thing out if you haven't seen it. The truck's nasty, man. It's it's clean. It looks good. Um, very proud of the team for, for how much they got done, how nice this truck turned out. It really is. You know, it's a pretty crazy process. Obviously, Danny and I have the inside scoop where we were able to see this truck come in, you know, with a... A regular flatbed on it when we first got it right we saw the freight liner that the that the donor motor came out of and so to see the guys in the shop literally create a whole new truck yeah i mean they took two two turds right and like put them together and somehow hardened and polished them <laughs> and, uh, it, the final the finished product really looks nice and, and if you're going to be at the ucc you can check it out at alligators booth we'll have the truck down there at alligators Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited for that. I think that'll be a really cool feature. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what actually failed. Let's talk about that. Um, So a little backstory, right? We put this motor together for the UCC1, and we were on a timeline. The project started in November. We had to be in the UCC by April. The, uh, The timeline didn't afford us the ability to make the, we didn't get to make the decisions that we wanted to make. You know what I mean? I had to put a motor together uh, in quick time and I had to go on some recommendations. Uh, nobody's built a big ISL before, so we didn't put big connecting rods in it. Uh, if you've ever seen an ISL, they have enormous connecting rods. It, it 
if you haven't figured it out yet, the connecting rods are what failed. Paul. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we built this motor a year ago, uh, ran it. I've been working up on the dyno the past two weeks. Uh, truck's been running great. It really uh, spools up great. I mean, it's got just a ton of turbocharger on it, and for it to drive as nice as it does in the dyno, and just it's it's a really neat powertrain. Um, so what happened, I think, is the day that we ra- the final day that we ran it, I was noticing that on startup that we had some extra smoke. Um, and I was concerned that we may have shortened rods the, the previous day. But uh, with only three days to go to the UCC, fuck it, right? I mean, I mean there are no options. What are my options? Yeah. yeah. Uh, run it. And I either break it here or I break it at the UCC. So, I, you know, if I'm going to bring it there, I want to make sure it can make a number. Um, the day that it broke, I had it loaded. Um, this is the first day I had it in four-wheel drive, and the dyno was actually able to hold the truck down at 2,000 RPM under heavy load. I mean, we're talking a six, 640 cubic inch motor that makes 80, 90 pounds of boost. Um, so the thing is just nasty. And it was it was coming up against the brake hard. It made, you know, right around 3,200 foot pounds, just kind of leaning on it against the brake. And I just knew that it was, <laughs> it was going to get real. Um, <laughs> so I, I let off the brake. It was getting hot on that first time I was on the brake, got up to about 180. So I leaned off of it and... Uh, you know, let it cool down a little bit. Then I got on it on the brake in the run that's on the video on Facebook, and you can see, and it's only about 2,000 foot-pounds on that run, so I must have heard it the run before. But uh, what happened was the small end of the rod broke on number five. Looks like by, com- you know, compressed compressed and folded. Um, that rod broke and then kicked both sides of the block out, nailed the starter, hit the girdle, uh, bent the shit out of the girdle. Which uh, the block is supposed tr- to happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's carnage. Uh, the whole thing was, you know, it broke the cam in half. Uh, so suffice it to say, the short block is junk. The piston's broke. It's stuck in the bore. It looks like it looks like the head might be salvageable. So really? I'm hoping the head's good. Um, I got a line on another short block. Obviously, we're not going to make the UCC, but I think you, I think you'll be surprised at how quickly we get this thing turned around and back up and running. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it was amazing carnage. Like the video is so clear. You can see the exact because I'm I'm pausing it and like yeah. frame by frame. Yeah. You can see the exact second that like the pop happens. Oh yeah. And when yeah. that pop happened, my desk sits three walls, and I mean that there's an entire shop with five bays. There's a mechanic's office, and then my desk, and I felt it in the walls when that thing popped. It was earth shattering. Yeah. Rich and I were actually right outside the dino cell, and we looked at each other, and we both had big eyes, and uh, said to Rich, man, I said, I hope that's just a drive shaft failure. <laughs> so I heard something kind of in rhythm with the rollers. I almost thought it was a drive shaft failure, and I was I was more hoping that it was because we had a backup drive shaft. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know, I could have looked at the oil pressure gauge and probably seen it, but the, the dyno was going at 85 miles an hour in four-wheel drive. So there's a lot of rotating inertia. I mean, those dually wheels are heavy. The engine's heavy. The rotating assembly's heavy. The whole thing is just, it's a lot of noise even when it's not broken. Um, so when it let go, you know, I thought, you know, maybe it shredded a tire. I just, yeah. I didn't know. I, di- I didn't want to look out the window and get slapped in the face with rubber or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you did stick your head out. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I peeked out and then I thought better of it. Yeah. Um, I just pulled my feet up, turned off the torque converter lockup switch and tried to get it slowed down as quickly as I could. But obviously the damage was already done. You said it was an attack on your senses. It was chaos. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's the tunnel vision effect. It's the, you're about to get in a fight thing. You know, it's the, the whole, uh, Adrenaline rush for sure. Yeah, that I mean, was... I spend a lot of time on the dyno. You know, I, I just I've never 
I've never had the reaction to pull my feet up away from the firewall like that before. <laughs> yeah, anything could have happened. You just don't know, you know. It was it, it was a truly wild build, and I think everybody's going to be excited to get up and get their hands on it and see it. Um, the comments on Facebook and the video I love because I don't think people understand, like we're talking about connecting rods. People hear triple S 500, stock rods, you fool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's a Monday morning quarterback. I shouldn't say everybody. There's just a few <laughs> jag bags out there, right? And you know who you are, you motherfuckers. Um, Paul is his name. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I would say our fans and the people following the build, I mean, they feel just as bad about it as we do. Um, I, I got flowers today from one of our uh, one of our customers or dealers. Oh. Um, Dustin Nolan, thank you very much. That was that was awesome. Um, but, but it truly felt like a member of the family. You know what I mean? It's just like all this time and energy and to, and to have it, uh, to have it shit the bed. But it was, it was really, really great to see all the comments, all the likes, all, you know, everybody coming out and saying, you know, oh, I'm, I, I can't wait. You know, I really wanted to see it at the UCC and, uh, it's, it's encouraging, you know, in that moment of, of, you know, depression and desperation when your shit breaks like that to, to, um, to have that that group behind you. Yeah. After the bang, I'll be honest. Uh, I saw you come walking back through the office and I just ducked my head and refused to look at you. I didn't know what went wrong, but I was <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with him today. I'll say this, that you handled it very well. Um, I, I would have maybe yelled out a few more F bombs than you know, <laughs> anybody else would have, but you were really <laughs> calm about it surprisingly. So thanks Danny. Appreciate it, man. Well, I think that plays into the, the reality of this, right? This is not just an R and D project, but I think even our producer, uh, Dick over here said, this is absolute bleeding edge technology. It is. It is. You gotta. You simply have to expect that for every Frankenstein thing that you do, that you're going to break something. Yeah. It just. It just happens. There's uh, the bank. You're breaking the bank. You're breaking the bank. <laughs> yeah. It was an expensive failure. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It, you know, shit happens. It does. That's it. I mean, that's you know, that's how we push the industry forward, right? Is finding out what doesn't work. You know, I will tell you how many people have talked to me about this build and they're like, I hope that this is becoming a norm now that people are going to be doing these big block builds. I'm like, that would be awesome. If a lot I, of people followed suit. I think it's, you know, you compare the numbers that, that I saw in the dyno out of this thing. And I, I, I really think this truck is capable of a 4,000 foot pounds and 2000 horsepower, like no nitrous, no I mean, you got to remember this truck has a stock head on it. It doesn't have a ported head. It doesn't have any crazy work like that. Um, it should be a pretty easy 2,000 horsepower, 4,000 foot-pounds setup the way it is. Um, and it's not not to say that the other competitor, I mean, clearly Levon's over 3,000 horsepower on the engine dyno. There's some other guys who are going to make the 3,000 number. Um, but, you know, for the for the RPM that we're running at and for the for the investment, um, I just I, I think the cubic inches are neat. You know what I mean? It makes... It makes her a fun driver. I mean, I kind of see it as one of those things that's been adapted from the gas world's logic, right? Is there's no replacement for displacement. Just put a bigger motor in it, and you can do less to it and get more out of it. Um, so there's some efficiency there. Start throwing triple S 500 turbos and two True. 14 mils True. and all of the, you True. know, it starts getting crazy when you have garden hoses for yeah, injectors, Yeah, I mean, ideally right? you're able to pick up an 8.9. Fire hoses. <laughs> yeah. Fire hoses. Fire hoses, exactly. <laughs> ideally you pick up a medium-duty engine put a set of injectors in it and maybe twin turbo it and right. you know you got a 13 1400 horse setup that makes just oodles of torque and it was nasty i mean i think one of the coolest things was before you had it on the dyno i think probably the first day it was rolling um i don't know if the idle sounded great it sounded different nobody's ever heard this 
thing idle before, right? right? Which it did have a really nasty sound the first day. And I think it smoothed out every day you, you fiddled mm, with it. I sure. went to bed that night. All I could hear was rum, rum, rum. <laughs> the whole building shook all day. But there was a day that you're sitting in the parking lot, and I'm pretty sure it emptied our whole shop of every employee out there watching. You stand on the brake and, I don't know, blow at the at the throttle pedal to just see it just roll the tires. I mean, just right around it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, usually when you're off boost, you can't spin the tires. But with that kind of cubic inches, it, it still has torque even without the boost. And, uh, I mean, the small turbocharger on it's an S500 with a 145 AR, which is just enormous. <laughs> I mean, anybody who's in this business knows, like, you don't spool that unless you're at 5,000 RPM on a, on a normal Cummins. So to be able to do that at 2,200 RPM is pretty cool. I love it. I love it. Nick, uh, you're still going down to the UCC. I will still be at the UCC. We're either leaving Thursday night or Friday morning. Not sure, but I'll be down there for a day or two. Gotcha. Going to go check out, I take it, hanging out at the alligator booth for a little bit with the truck. Yeah, and... Uh, Jim, and, Jim and Bob will be at the alligator booth with the truck, so they'll be there to answer questions and visit with you and show you the carnage. I mean, you can... You can peek your head in the fender well and see where the rods came through the block if you want while you're down there. Or you can <laughs> look on our Facebook. We took a picture, and, man, it's you windowed the block. Like Yeah, yeah. if you don't know what that phrase means, jump on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you think with the billet rods, the next go-around, that'll be your problem solver, huh? The way that I'm looking at it right now, I mean, it looks like the, a pretty standard failure point on connecting rods, right? You know, an uh, inch and a half, two inches down from the small end is usually where they fold over. And uh, that's that's where the carnage happened. So uh, hopefully hopefully that's it. We'll know more when we get the engine out of the truck and, and do disassembly on it. And uh, clearly there's there's five good connecting rods still. So we'll be able to see if they are short and what the evidence points to. So what horsepower was it at? Everybody's asking me, well, we know the torque number it was at when it let go. But what was the horsepower roughly? Sure, sure. You got well. You got to understand that the run didn't happen. So this mm-hmm. this was a run against the brake. This was the start of a dyno pass. So we were at three thousand foot pounds, thirty two hundred foot pounds of torque at twenty one hundred RPM. We uh, do the math on that; it probably comes out around thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred horsepower. Yeah. Um, I mean, the truck is going to run out to thirty five hundred RPM. So. And, and this you're describing, and I, I guess we should probably clear that up for our listeners. So when you're describing the brake, that's the dyno brake. The dyno brake. Not the not standing in the truck holding the brake. You down. got it. You got it. The dyno was holding the truck at 83 miles an hour. Yep. I was floorboarding the truck, spooling it, boosting it up against the dyno brake, which is which is just increasing load as I increase load against it. Because it was at a lower RPM when that thing just gave way. It, that's why I felt like it was just a drive shaft or something silly. Yeah. Well, I guess that's one of those. We talk about a lower RPM compared to a 6.6 or 6.7 liter, right? This thing has a totally different operating range. Yeah, the whole goal of this motor is to be from 2,000 to 3,500 RPM. I mean, it, you know, we're not going to beat 3,000 horsepower. It's just not going to happen uh, the way that I had the motor set up. I knew the rods weren't good for that. Right. right? Like, right. I was hoping for 2,000 <laughs> horsepower. Um, you know, the, the guys, uh, you know, the upper echelon guys in the UCC are running their engines 5,000 to 6,000 RPM. Yeah. Nitrous, big turbochargers, et cetera. Um, I had the rev limiter set at 3,500 on this motor. I wasn't planning on going any further than that. Um, so, I, obviously, we're in a much different rev range, and I was hoping to put the number up with a big torque number. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Well, Danny, I know one of the things that this season always brings, besides a ton of phone calls, the UCC and everything else, is tractor tuning. 
we got a ton of guys out there that we've been working with over at Calibrated Power. They got a tractor, maybe something like an 8230 or an 8330 or really common, anything that's lower in the series. And they're looking to see how can they get more power out of it. So they're getting bogged down in the fields. They're running into situations where they need more ground speed or they just need a little bit more oomph to pull that grain cart or that bigger implement. Or burning a lot of fuel. Or, or they're burning too much fuel. They want to shift up, throttle back, save some fuel, run the same ground speed. We have some solutions for that. A lot of solutions. We don't want you to go buy another unit. We don't want you to buy another tractor or combine. We just want you to upgrade it to where it should be at from the factory originally. Absolutely. And we can do that through our hardware called the Power Manager or Power Manager Plus, depending on what brand you have. So we work with green, red, and blue tractors most commonly, although we do support quite a few others. Uh, we work pretty directly with Nick on this stuff. So we actually ship out a unit. You read the stock file, keep running the tractor so there's no downtime involved. Within a day, we'll turn around a tune file, which Nick or one of the boys Yeah, we're usually creates. quicker than that. I mean, we're usually... <laughs> you know. I literally did one this morning. I got the read at 9 a.m. He was tuned by 10. Yeah. So it, it's, we are very fast it's on the priority one time. on tractor turnaround time. And They're, don't forget about sprayers, too. We've yeah. been hammering a lot of sprayers, which obviously, you know, the season isn't right this second, but a lot of people are, you know, preventative and they want to do it while we're, the time is down, while they have the unit um, not being used. So Absolutely. And that's a great idea. Get your stuff tuned before you're in the middle of using it, although we can work with you if you are still out in the field. So this is, like I said, one of our busiest times of year for tractor tuning. If you need anything, give us a call over at Calibrated Power. That's 815-568-7920. Any of the guys can work with you. And if we ship you out a power manager, make sure you get your free Diesel Performance Podcast t-shirt along with it. Absolutely. So, Danny, you and I are going to be out at the UCC as well, huh? Yeah, they're going to let us sneak off on Friday. Ooh, I'm so excited. Does Nick even know us yet? <laughs> you uh, look surprised. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick, can we have Friday off? I guess so, guys. I guess that's the trick. Ask on the radio, right? That's yeah. right. Uh, so, Danny, you and I are rolling down there Friday morning. We're going to hit the expo. Um, I think our big goal for going to the UCC is to try to get as much behind the scenes look. You know, obviously the UCC has a huge Facebook live exposure. Over a million people logged on last year to watch the event live. Uh, we're going to jump in, do some live reads with the guys. Yeah, you and I, Paul, we're going to be your eyes for the whole event. So if you want to know what's going on, tune into our show. We're definitely going to be on top of everything. Absolutely. And we're going to try to bring you some real good in-depth interviews, not only from some of the, the competitors, but also from some of the vendors, some of the pit crews. We're going to try to get as many guys on as possible, build a lot of content. Uh, our producer is going to be kicking out those episodes uh, as we go. And then we'll also have some for when we get back. So expect a lot of content coming about the UCC from us. I think the one thing I'm excited for, Danny, is to do another Facebook Live event. That was a lot of fun. I didn't, I've never really gone Facebook Live in that format, but I feel like uh, it was such a good turnout. We've had thousands of downloads, yeah. and we need to continue to do that. Uh, Danny and I honestly planned 20 minutes for episode 101. We really thought we would get in and get out, and then the next thing you know, Over an us hour. two never shut the fuck up. So, huh. yeah, it's an, it's an hour later, and we're like, oh, we, we really got to go. Uh, but yeah, first time our wives are letting us out of the house here uh, for the weekend, so that'll be some fun. If you're going to the UCC, we'd love to catch up with you. Shoot us a message over at the Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook page. Uh, we are going to try to put together some sort of a, a loose kind of meetup uh, Saturday night, I'm thinking, would be the best time because we get a pretty late start on Sunday. So hopefully after Saturday's drag races, uh, everybody can come out and actually meet us in person. We'll hang out, have some drinks, have some food, have some good time and talk about diesel. We're just going to be chilling and having a great weekend, and hopefully, uh, I didn't want to say it, but the weather holds off. I've been keeping a close eye on the weather down in Indy. 
you know, and even if it doesn't, Danny, I got a feeling it's going to be a real good time. I've been at uh, quite a few events in my, my life here that have had a hellacious rain and hellacious weather. And you know what? Every You still get a lot of good people to show up, and you still get a lot of people who, again, just want to hang out and talk about diesels. I think it's going to be a great weekend, and uh, I look forward to meeting everybody. Absolutely. So you can follow us on Facebook. That's probably the best place to uh, catch our live episodes as we produce them. We'll be uh, kicking them out to Libsyn. Uh, so our regular, your regular podcast app will be able to download the episodes. And then we'll also try to make a Facebook post, letting you guys know every time we put something out. And, of course, the Facebook Live's going on. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. I'm Danny Voss. And Nick Pregnant. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or danny at duramaxtuner.com. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's a Monday morning quarterback. I shouldn't say everybody. There's just a few <laughs> jagbags out there, right? And you know who you are, you motherfuckers. Um, Paul is his name. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>